Hey, Steven. What's up, Asher? How you doing? Good. How you doing, man? Good, brother. So this is our little intro episode. I thought we'd go over who we are and what we're doing here. Great. I'm Asher Loring. I had the pleasure of meeting Steven as a student in Colorado. And I immediately knew that he had some knowledge that he could drop <laughs> and make people's heads spin. So I have been pestering him ever since. Nice. And I am Stephen Wong. I um, met Asher when I was teaching. I got I just gotten back to Colorado from China after um, a remarkably long stay, unexpected by the way, of eleven years. And uh, I knew Asher had both a kick and sense of humor and great dedication to the the art we practice. And so, yeah, got to make that connection. Sweet. So we've been talking for a while over the years, and we thought we would turn some of those conversations into a podcast. Hopefully that we could answer and fill out some of the breadth and depth of our medicine that is lacking in our education out here. So, so true. And Asher also gave me a ton of insight into, I didn't even know what was being taught out here because everything I learned um, from the ground up was all in China. So I didn't know who Machocho was. I didn't know any of that when I first got here. Um, and so Asher's going to, um, he's been super helpful in helping me figure out where there's um, confusion, deficits, and such in the training and the textbooks and so forth. Confusion, mistranslations, all that stuff. Yeah. So all the good things. And then, uh, you know, it, it's an interesting thing. Unfortunately, I feel like a lot of practitioners, well, students really who are learning this medicine, and then as they graduate even into practitioners, sometimes they're taught not to question, which is really annoying. I mean, you'll even hear people literally, like some of the teachers literally be like, don't question this. And I, yeah, I always appreciated that Asher was always first, the forefront, the vanguard of questioning. <laughs> like, this doesn't make sense. And if it doesn't make sense, you really ought to listen to your instincts. Yeah. And I always appreciate Stephen because there's never a question that was uh, too pushy or far out for him to, to answer or to accept and try to broaden everyone's knowledge base. So. Nice. Too pushy, too pulley, too graspy, too plucky, too rolly. That's yeah. a twin well, joke for you out there. I definitely got the, uh, you know, don't ask why, just memorize and it'll make sense later. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, So we're that's, calling the podcast Voices on the Mountain. We're calling it that because, well, it's both of our voices. I live out in Hawaii on the mountain of Mauna Loa. That's right. I'm in the Denver Boulder. Grew up in Boulder. Came back to Denver. Um, also, my last name is Wong. For those of you Wongs out there or those familiar with Wong, Oftentimes when two Wongs meet, it's not a joke, by the way, um, but when two Wongs meet, they'll be like king or yellow. Well, I'm the yellow one, and hence Yellow Mountain. So the name of my clinic is Yellow Mountain Clinic because uh, it's the name, uh, name of my people too. But if you guys do get a chance to go to China, big shout out to Anhui Yellow Mountain, best mountain in China. And that's not just my bias. Also get some great tea. The base of Anhui Mountain, there's a little city called Qimen, and they do a famous Qimen Hongcha. Um, which is sometimes translated as Ki Mun, K-E-E-M-U-N. Um, you know, all those old wacky Wade Giles way of pronouncing stuff. So if you see Ki Mun, red tea or black tea, sorry, we call it red tea in China. Americans call that black tea. And if you see that bad boy, that came straight from, should be straight from Yellow Mountain Anhui. Awesome. Well, we love good tea. We have a couple of tea farms out here in Hawaii. Oh, yeah. We grow good green tea, black tea, but not white tea. White tea is the one that we don't have the right climate for. Hmm. 
Too warm? Yeah. Maybe. I'm not the tea connoisseur. Yeah, nor am I. I'll drink it. It's a great yeah. place to learn Chinese for any of you guys in China, too. If you want a good place to practice Chinese, just go hang out in the tea markets and uh, they'll just be chatting. They'll chat you up a storm for a couple hours and just taste different teas. Yeah, we're missing tea rooms out here. We don't have that kind of like coffee set yeah. in the tea rooms, the, the go rooms. Man, I wish we would go. Here. Right. I feel like France maybe hit it for a while, right? They've got the salons and stuff. Sure, exactly. But yeah, not us. Starbucks no. just doesn't stoke the imagination. No, it's not a cultural like pillar in the same way that the tea rooms are. Ah, that's a good point. And then there's actually a third reason. Do you want to get into that, Stephen? The Confucius tie-in. Oh yes. So uh, one of the, my favorite phrases that I that I met, um, I didn't meet phrases. Sorry, that I uh, was introduced to in in China was uh, it's a phrase from Confucius that he said. Uh, those who are drawn to the mountains, like, you know, have a tendency or an innate drawn to the mountains are of the compassionate, humane persuasion. So the way to say that in Chinese is renji yaoshan. And then he goes on and describes their kind of qualities. And he summarizes it in basically three words. He said, renji jing, which is um, these same compassionate, humane people. That's like the overriding personality trait of theirs. They're also prone to stillness, or in this case, non-action is the same word. And then renja shou. Um, these same humane people are also gifted with longevity. And then he parallels that with um, the opposite, which he refers to as zhizhe. So renja, for those of you who have studied any Confucianism, ren, which is actually uh, a standing man radical with the character for two next to it. Ren, that's for compassionate humaneness. Pretty much the most important thing in Confucianism. And then the opposite would be zhizhe, which he actually uses the word zhi, which is for knowledge. But it actually, most people would acknowledge or say that it's referring to the fourth tone where you put a sun radical underneath it called zhi, or wisdom. So he talks about zhizhe yao shui, which means um, those people who are not necessarily wise, but it means like self-introspectively wise, are drawn to the um, water. Zhizhe um, dong. Those same self-introspectively wise people are prone to action. And then zhizhe lu, which means they're gifted with happiness. And Confucian, Confucius's idea basically was, obviously, he'd spent most of his life cultivating his own philosophy and theory and just so many different things. He's really the most, I think, by far, Confucius, the one thing he should be known as is like the, the world's best student. Yes, he's maybe the best teacher too, but he actually starts from him being the best student because he's always willing to learn and ready and excited to learn other things too from pretty much everybody. Different quote for that one in case you guys are nerding out on Confucius. But here he's basically saying the Confucian way, which is the Ren way, is more or less finding meaning in life by helping others and then you yourself find meaning. Whereas the other way, Georgia way, is more or less referring to the Taoist path, which is if you understand yourself and really do all the work to introspectively, you know, check everything out that's happening inside, figure out your your motives, all of that stuff, and really understand yourself fully, that everything then you do um, will be genuine, and everything that then comes out uh, will positively affect other people because it's coming from a... So it's actually his way of being pretty... I mean, especially from way back then and being from his status... For being like really open-minded, saying Taoism and Confucianism can both lead to a 
a meaningful life. It's just kind of opposite paths, one from the inside out, one from the outside in. I hope that was not too long. No, it's beautiful. It's like 12 words on either side. It, it, it takes a little while to get to it. Mm-hmm. Takes up less space on your body than too. <laughs> exactly. Well, if you're time. like us and are drawn to the mountains, then join us for our podcast. We'll be diving deep into all the intricacies of traditional Chinese medicine. Yeah. Looking forward to seeing you guys on the mountain. Aloha.